The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you really know the connection between your teeth and the rest of your health? Did you know that problems in your body can affect your teeth and vice versa? If you have silver fillings, what could they be doing to present a toxic environment to your system? Welcome to the Tooth-Body Connection with Dr. Don Ewing. In this program, you'll learn about precautions and safe practices in order to keep your teeth and the rest of your body at safe and healthy levels of life. Now, here is Dr. Don Ewing. Hello, I'm Dr. Dawn Ewing. I'm the Executive Director of the International Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine. I got into this years ago. I started off in dentistry and um, got out of dentistry and into medicine only to find out that a lot of people's health problems really stemmed from problems that were happening in the mouth. And as time went by, I ended up taking over as the executive director of a group of physicians and dentists that completely understand that the body is connected and that what happens in the mouth affects the, the person's entire health. Today, we have a guest with us, Dr. Martha Cortez. I met Dr. Cortez uh, several years ago, and she does biological dentistry as well as cosmetic dentistry in the New York area. I am thrilled for her to come on today because she actually is going to talk to us about TMJ dysfunction and some sleep issues and even a biological way to do a facelift. So with no further ado, I'm going to Ask Martha if you'll tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, hello, everybody. <laughs> uh, Martha Cortez. Um, it's interesting because I've ended up in the most important field there is. It's really in sleep apnea and TMJ. It is surprising how much goes on in our, in our world and, uh, in TMJ and, and pain. There are so many people in pain, and they're in these chronic, sympathetic cycles of pain, pain, pain. Meantime, this misdiagnosis of hypertension, of diabetes, is, uh, and they're not misdiagnosis because it's part of that whole syndrome. They're in lower backache. They're in neck compression. They are in this displacement in the neck, needing some surgery, and tinnitus. There's earaches. There's headaches. There's migraines. Um, there's breathing disorders where they can't breathe. They're taking asthmatic sprays. The, all, all, all kinds of things. Or their face just looks really c- compressed and their face is getting shorter, their neck is going more head forward posture, or even the feet, the hips are beginning to torque, they may not be able to get pregnant, internal rotation of their hips, the ankles are going, they start getting injuries, they can't do all the athletic things that they should. And you know what? I'm a general dentist who does TMJ in sleep and performance orthotics through the mouth. The teeth as well as the ankles, are really the key to keeping the real good health. It keeps our posture up, the teeth and the ankles. But in addition, um, it prevents us from going to other things, like grinding our teeth, 
like clenching, like breaking our crowns. That's why I like being a general dentist, because as a general dentist, I don't have to wait for someone to be referred to me as a specialist that um, now it has been on for years. We can able to be able to detect it on a 12-month-old. We can detect it on a one-year-old where it can start as little as tongue-tied in the mouth or they're within the first few days they're not latching on to the breast, the breast because they're, they're tongue-tied or they're swallowing incorrectly. Their TMJ issues are developing even at that age. So as a general dentist, I get to see the whole scope and really be there at the line of defense, first line so- of defense. And that's, I'm so grateful to be where I am and happy to talk about the subject. So I actually, I wanted, uh, I wanted you to introduce yourself as far as how you, you know, what are you doing right now? Uh, you're, I know that you're a professor at a university. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, self-worth. <laughs> um, it's very interesting because as self, there's a lot of accolades. So I have a position as, a, as an assistant associate professor at a podiatry school because I think the ankles and the teeth you can't really separate. And everything in between, you can move between the teeth and the ankles. You can, uh, like a domino effect, up and down, ascending and descending. I have diplomates in TMJ from the American, the American Board of Craniofacial, diplomate for sleep and... Uh, it goes on and on. I have a master's at uh, International College of Cranio-Mandibular Orthopedics because in addition to doing orthotics in the mouth of different positions, I can actually do it with porcelain. So I do full mouth reconstruction, actually changing the neck and the oral cavity, but you have a whole domino effect so that I have the master's there. Then I have a fellowship in Las Vegas Institute of Advanced Dentistry, Advanced Standing in Laser Dentistry, Diplomate of the American Board of, um, I think it's called Aesthetic Dentistry. So I've been very fortunate to be at the right place at the right moment, and I love to study, and I love to teach, share the knowledge, and it all started because in the practice as a general dentist, there were needs to be met. If there were three patients that needed a little more cosmetic, I went and got certified cosmetic dentistry, the veneers. Then I had some patients that had some periodontal disease that I was not willing to use just a knife. I wanted an adjunct. I wanted to augment the bone, augment the tissue, make the tissue regenerate. In the time period 25 years ago when only amputation was the answer to periodontal surgery. So if somebody had a 12-millimeter periodontal pocket, they ended up resecting it. It was wonderful standard dentistry, resecting the pocket, but then they would get long in the tooth by 6 millimeters. So I went into laces very early on. I went into cosmetics very early on. But my main thing was also to teach it, because if you really can teach it, it's when you really know it. So I have a, a tremendous amount of accolades in my 30 years of practice, only because I'm really still in love with what I do every single day and want another 25 easy. Well, for our listeners, I want them to understand that Dr. Cortez is one of our our members of the Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine, and and they've gotten to hear from different members as the weeks have gone by just to show them how outside of the box and how dedicated they are to learning things because we've talked about 
why biological dentistry has sometimes a different fee structure. And of course, just listening to you and all the different fellowships that you have and the different education that you've gone back through, that is what people are paying for is your expertise in this particular area. I'm going to remind listeners that if they'll go to www.iabdm.org, they'll be able to find a practitioner in their area. And again, Dr. Cortez is in the New York area. Would you uh, care to share with us exactly where your practice is? I'm in the mid-New York City on Central Park South by the park, which means um, having beautiful and nice, nice things to look at. I like fresh air, and you get oxygen from there. So Midtown 120, Central Park South in New York City. And you know what? I want to say something about the Biological Society. It's one of the first academies that I have truly like-mindedness with. Uh, I read all the articles back in 87 and 89 about Scandinavia and Finland and Switzerland <clears throat> where women of, of reproductive ages and children, you should not put a silver mercury filling in. And if you read the manufacturers, they also say no pregnant women, no children. So even the manufacturers have certain recommendations. Meantime, our society back in the 80s was still doing it, and some societies still do. It's diminished tremendously, but it's not just the placement of the, of, of the uh, amalgam mercury-containing material. It is the removal that's safe. Safety is really important because lethally, the vapor is actually the most lethal dose. Now, mercury exists naturally <clears throat> in the ocean. It actually emerges from the ocean from some of the bottom floor, but it just doesn't really belong in our mouths. Um, it would be best. And how I have people decide whether they want to take the silver mercury uh, out, I actually have them do a lipid test, the apolipid E4 test. Because if they had that kind of gene, uh, E4, their membranes don't detox heavy metal, whether it's a, a metal filling in their mouth, whether it's pesticides, whether it's preservatives of vaccines, they, their gene prevents them from doing it. So they have to become a, a, a person who has to detox every few months. A chel- they have to chelate, but there's very natural forms of chelating, but some of it is just make sure you don't have as many heavy metals in your own system. So we do a gene test here, and we use the oral DNA gene. The, uh, we look at the bacteria, but we also look at that gene, the apolipity 4. So it's not, it, and in the, this Academy of Biological Medicine is the first one that I really meant complete like-mindedness with respect to understanding it's not just taking a, a mercury silver filling out. It's the safety. It's not just everybody has to do it. It's why do they have to do it? What is it that this person is more predisposed to than other people? Because genes are different. People are different. But there's one more, but our genes are mixing more and more and we're becoming more ability for, which means more towards Alzheimer's, more towards Alzheimer's disease, more towards Parkinson, more towards sleep apnea, more towards autism. And it is just simply a function of the gene not chelating those heavy metals well, number one, and also environment is just getting a little tougher. Right. I'm going to encourage listeners. We've had a couple of different episodes that they can go back and listen to on safe mercury removal and what makes a biological office different than a regular office. So we have a couple of different episodes on that. We're going to be taking a break here in just a minute. And when we come back, we're going to learn a really big word, craniofacial osseous remodeling, which is... uh, 
talking about using your bone and your facial bones in particular and changing the shape so that we can open the airway. So we'll be right back after this short break. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Step by step, you made it through the journey of pregnancy. Now your baby is in your arms and you're on the cusp of a new journey, breastfeeding. As a new parent, you receive a lot of advice, much of it conflicting, some of it outdated. Tune into Born to be Breastfed with host Marie Biancuso to bust through the myths about feeding your baby. Marie and her guests will help you figure out what you can expect and put you on the best and surest path on your breastfeeding journey. Listen every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We are bombarded daily with information about beauty products and anti-aging treatments. Do you know how they have been tested? Are they truly going to make a change or just take the change out of your pocket? Tune in to Shelly's Show and Tell with host Shelly Hancock. We'll bring you the top-rated skincare products and treatments tested by Real Transformation Skin Care Centers. We'll motivate you to make the best changes. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you ready for a real, fact-based show about alternative and natural approaches to health? Listen for Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Drs. Jim and Janine Fox. We're not about the latest health fads. We're about proven methods from real patients and real situations. Each week's show is an eye-opening look behind the scenes of real health. Live Healthy, Be Healthy can be heard live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health & Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to the Tooth Body Connection. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Dr. Don at drdon.net. That's drdon at drdon.net. Now, back to the Tooth Body Connection. Hello, I'm Dr. Don Ewing. This week we have Dr. Martha Cortez with us, who is more than just a general dentist. She's not only a cosmetic dentist, but a biological dentist. She practices in the New York area. Martha, if someone had a question and they wanted to direct it to you, do you have an email address that you'd be willing to share? Absolutely. It's info, I-N-F-O, at, at cosmetic, <laughs> at cosmetic, oh no, what is it? Oh yeah, okay, wrong. Info at Cortez Advanced Dentistry dot com. Okay, so that's C-O-R-T-E-S-A-D-V-A-N-C-E-D-D-E-N-T-I-S-T-R-Y.com. Excellent. Info at CortezAdvancedDentistry.com. Great. 
Is your website then CortezAdvancedDentistry.com? That is correct. Great. Okay, so I'm going to put that out there as well. We we uh, told people we would come back and talk about craniofacial osseous remodeling. So in a nutshell, what would you define that as? Simple. Because of our gene and our environment, our face literally is getting smaller. There's even very small room even for our teeth. Some of us don't have enough room for our teeth. And what has happened is the function of the air, our environment has changed our function, has become compromised and has very, become squished, including our airway where you see people with the forward head posture or their, their posture um, almost like a praying mantis. So what we do is called orthopedic. And what we do is we actually through heart tissue, soft tissue, and inflammation methods, anti-inflammation methods, we open up the face, the airway, the throat, and the head literally goes on top of the spine. And most people, if they're adults, they grow one to two centimeters taller. If they're children, because now you're, you're affecting the cause of the issue, you're actually developing, they will grow two, four, six, or even 12 inches by the age of 12, 13. So that's why you're calling it orthopedic is, is because you're affecting from the feet up? It, the abdominal effect is down to the feet, so it's orthopedic. But what it means orthopedic is you're taking the cranial bone inside the mouth, the palate, and you're expanding it slowly. You're stretching the suture. And when you stretch the suture, it's almost opening, like, opening up a zipper and making the zipper more space. So you're moving the palatal bone. As a result, the lower jaw, the palate being the upper jaw, the lower jaw comes down and forward, and the upper jaw literally, it almost seems as though it slides forward, so it's called pronathism, and it's almost like a human is developing a snout. There is airway that goes forward. The jaw goes forward, so the face becomes more developed. The cheekbones pop up. They get bigger, and then you actually have a jaw that gets thicker. So you get, the, uh, uh, instead of a very thin little triangular little face, you actually get a more, not square, but oval with good muscles, with good bone. The neck, so, yes. So, so actually, so, so that the listeners understand, this is different than orthodontic treatment. Yes, because as an orthodontic, it says dontic, it's really this alignment and straining out of the teeth. Unusually, unusually for people to focus, professionals to focus on actually moving the bone open. In standard medicine and dentistry, by the age 12 or 13, it's concluded that you cannot open up the bone. So they do rapid palatal expansion a little fast for my taste, prior to 12, but after that, it is not done. So this field of dentistry is orthopedic despite the age. So I can work on a 70-year-old, a 60, a 50, a 30, a 20, 11, 12, 10, 5, 1, 2, and even a 12-month-old where I will use soft tissue exercises as a munch on a little tray that will actually cause, this is the secret, signal transduction. But every time they bite or swallow, there's a signal that is 
pushed on the gum, on the bone, and even the, around the teeth, there's these little ligaments. They're stretched. And because they're craniofacial, when they're stretched, they literally open up more and deposit new bone. So you're actually making a larger craniofacial, but it's all of the bones are affected. There are nine bones affected for the craniofacial. But then the neck, then the neck gets longer, then the domino effect down the thorax, then the domino effect down the ankles. And if you then also do gait exercises, foot exercises, you're actually going to be able to do the whole body. So have they designed a pacifier? Is that kind of what I heard you say? Uh, there are different trainers. It's about three to four companies already. It's not a pacifier, but it's something that I use in little mouths. And you know what? Why are they munching on a pacifier? Obviously, they need to munch and bite. So you get them with these little trainers that they bite on 30 seconds, three times a day, one minute, three times a day, and then you make them make faces to each other. So the parents have fun making monkey faces, lollipop faces, which means the tongue goes to the side of the cheeks. They stick out their tongue. They move their tongue around. And what you're really teaching them is how to govern their soft tissue, how to map that soft tissue in the brain. So they're actually making their brain, it's like brain gym exercises from very little, not so, way to their, to their issues, because it's the breathing, it's the function that really makes the development of all this anatomy and all this airways, airway spaces, because it's spaces that we're talking about. Yeah, this is really exciting stuff. So if what I hear you say is that a, a patient... A, uh, a mom that has small kids wanted to try to be more proactive so that they their children wouldn't have airway problems, ADD, ADHD, due to lack of uh, oxygen, and they w- wanted them to have the potential for straighter teeth and prevent having to go through orthodontics, that there are things that they could do to be more proactive. Yeah, and so we even start them here in the office with these different trainers. There's many of them. Um, and then we even do Skype because you know what? Tell me how many mommies and daddies have time to go to the dentist once a month or sometimes even twice a month to get these lessons. So we do Skype with the kids, and they are excited to have their appointment to do the exercises and be watched and observed on Skype. How's that work for something else? Yeah, no, that is really exciting stuff. You know, we're all about prevention, and I like that, and certainly not having to have metal braces in your mouth. Um, There are many advantages to that. And I hear you say that this can even be done on 70-year-olds. And, you know, at one time, orthodontics wasn't very successful on adults because with, you know, depending on how crowded they were. So this is all really exciting. Yeah. What's interesting is 70-year-old is very similar to people who have TMD. You still can expand them. You still can change the disc, which is a problem in their jaw, upper disc. You can change the disc of their vertebra, their upper two vertebras. You just got to go slower. A a 70, 60-year-old is just like a TMD. You just expand them slower, change things slower, but you do it slowly because you have to think, how did they get there? How did they get there with their either tinnitus, hearing loss, pressure of ocean pressure? How did they get those migraines, headaches? What happened is the, the natural functional spaces, they became that praying masses, they became shrunken. 
you can get all that space back. They get longer. They get taller because you're gaining. You're recapturing the space that they lost. And we utilize these tools, these tools that are just simply, they look like retainers with a little screw in the middle, but there's different designs. So they look like a retainer with one or two halves that get put in the mouth with an acrylic, a good acrylic, and they do have a a couple of wires because they have to change the behavior of the muscles, they have to change the behavior of the swallowing, they have to change the behavior even of the standing. So they're used as, again, signal transductions to create a change. One for bone, two for soft tissue, and when you get more oxygen, you get less inflammation. So we're going to the third leg, which would be also inflammation. So you're recapturing space. Yes, but you used an acronym here that I'm afraid our listeners won't uh, understand. So TMD, the temporomandibular (laughs) dysfunction, um, can you be more specific about what that is? Most people, TMD, temporomandibular dysfunction, we mostly, most humans call it TMJ. So they call it the joint, the temporomandibular joint. It's where our, our lower jaw articulates, sits inside the housing of the cranium. So it's where we open wide. If we open wide, that jaw attached to where the ear is, that's the joint. So if, uh, if you listeners will put your fingers in your ears and open your mouth as wide as you can, and then close, you will feel that joint. Yeah. And if you press the little pinkies a little forward and you hear a click, that is a disc that's having a problem. But some are functionally okay, about 50%, and some of them may actually have a little pathology. The question is, what else comes with that? Is there any pain? Is there any headaches? Is there any migraines? Um, but it's really funny because I even find that uh, PMS even has to do with it. And what's really, and I'll give you right now, anyone who has pain, headaches and migraines, one of the secrets is to get your, your tongue in the middle of your palate, just in front of the middle of your palate, up on the roof. You will do reduction of pain and headaches and migraines and even PMS. And it's like pumping your palate. Yeah, so it's just retraining your tongue. Now, how does this compare to, um, well, I mean, you're talking about the tongue. So how does this compare to appliances that used to be used years ago that had little cages on them to keep a tongue from thrusting it and try to retrain it? Those that got retrained with those little cages, I'm amazed at them. They, they are superb kids that got retrained by that. But most of the time it didn't retrain the kids because you're not retraining the whole palate. You're not tr- retraining the, the swallowing. You're not retraining the, the, the muscle being the tongue, a big, giant, there's multiple muscles in the tongue, but there's mapping that goes in the brain. You're doing it by pain. The kids would run into that and would hurt them and they would do avoidance conditioning. Um, it, 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 some it worked and some it didn't. As soon as the cage came out, that retainer with a cage on it, they got their back their tongue thrusting. So you really got to do it more like this, which is with exercises of the tongue. And it really, the program lasts about six months to a year because you're rewiring the brain. All these years they've been doing this soft tissue damage, this function, this swallowing that's incorrect, this tongue thrusting that's incorrect, the speech impediments that are very subtle that are incorrect. They have to retrain all that. And so I'm actually with speech therapy only, by the way, 
Right, that's what I was going to ask. I would make sure it's a speech therapist who does, is certified in myofunctional therapy. Yes, the myofunctional therapy that will uh, deal with the tongue and exercises for the tongue and swallowing. Not just speech. It's really important because we've had several kids that go through speech therapy, but no one retrained as a myofunctional therapy, and they did so much better with the myofunctional therapy. That was the little missing link that they had. Okay. Now, physical therapists are also now doing myofunctional therapy, by the way. So there's a new breed coming in as physical therapists who teach to do myofunctional therapy because I can have people put the tongue on their palate. One, those people that get headaches towards the afternoon is because their body is torsioning. And why their body is torsioning is because they see better from one eye than another, so they're using one eye and torsioning into the eye, that eye to see better. So if they put that tongue on their palate, they're going to be less likely to get that, that because if you think of a horse, a horse you pull in a rein, and usually it's the left side that pulls in more. That horse gets twisted. So do we. If we okay. put that tongue on our palate, we get less twisted. We get less pain, less ache down that sciatic, less pain down that left ankle because it's usually the left side, and even less compression of the lymphatics. We get better health just by putting our tongue on our palate. Wow. So that would okay, be one well, of my other freebies. Put your go- tongue on your palate. Put your tongue on your palate. Well, uh-huh. we're going to do that while we take a break here. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how all of this can affect inflammation throughout your body. So we'll be right back after the break. Mm-hmm. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. How is your health? Do you want to know more about it? Every day there are new technologies, procedures, and healing techniques coming forward. To understand them, tune in to Speaking of Health with Dr. Michael Cudlis. Our guests come from different backgrounds in the fields of health and healing. We'll discuss new realities and modalities, from chiropractic to metagenics. It's all designed to improve your quality of life. Speaking of Health is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Transformational healing includes energy medicine as well as hands-on healing. Tune in every week to Transformational Healing with Dr. Bonnie Morrow. If you want to know more about the business and science of energy fields, chakras, and the medical and spiritual community, join our expert guests as we work together to bring you closer to your personal health vision. Transformational Healing is heard live every Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to the Tooth Body Connection. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 
472-5792. You may also send an email to Dr. Don at drdon.net. That's drdon at drdon.net. Now, back to the Tooth Body Connection. Hello, we're back from break. And if you are interested in finding a, a like-minded dentist that can help you with safe mercury removal or can provide some of the appliances that we're talking about today, I'm going to encourage you to go to our website, www.iabdm.org. That stands for International Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine. If you would like to reach out to Dr. Cortez, who is our guest today, I'm going to encourage you to go to her email, info, I-N-F-O, at CortezAdvancedDentistry.com, or you can go to her website, CortezAdvancedDentistry.com. And so before break, we were talking about some appliances and some exercises you can do with your tongue, and something that Dr. Cortez stressed was that if you were having problems like with a headache or PMS, that you could put your tongue up in your palate, and that was a little pearl she wanted to pass out to everyone. But now we're going to talk about inflammation. And, and how some of these muscles become inflamed and how that appliance can help. So, Dr. Cortez, can you tell us how this appliance helps with inflammation? Expand the upper jaw, and it's going to expand it forward, forward, almost like towards the nose, and then side towards the cheeks. And because it does that, it creates an airspace behind the upper jaw. When it creates that airspace, there's more oxygen that's going to enter the system, more oxygen is going to get to the brain, and when there's more oxygen in the system, there is simply less inflammation. That is the simplicity of that. And when there's more oxygen in the brain, people get calmer, they rest more, they sleep better, their, their growth hormone, because they're sleeping better, they get increased growth hormone. And in their sleep, they're going to restore better their system. Their, each organ is going to go through a cycle of restoration, and because the oxygen is there, it's going to do better. Because the oxygen is there, the pH is more balanced, like water is neutral, so they go into a balanced pH of 7. If we don't have a lot of oxygen at night, if for some reason we're not breathing really well, our acid goes, the pH goes down, which means acid, acidosis our enzymes that break down food that that make a lot of our chemical reactions in our body are not going to function as well. If they're a little girl, little boy, especially the little boys, if they're having breathing issues and they're not getting enough oxygen, you hear a little snore here and there, but they wet their bed very easily. So if they're having trouble to to not not be bedwetters, it's really their, their breathing that's having an issue. It's really... Acid is becoming an issue. It's acidosis. The intelligence of the body will get rid of the acid through the urine. So it's an acidosis. So again, they have to look on the Internet and find anti-inflammatory diets. And, of course, the answer is vegetables. Vegetables are always good because meats are a little acid. You still need the protein. You still need the meats, the chickens, the fish in order to maintain both the the fat of the, the brain cells, the fat for the, the good cholesterol. Um, so it's really interesting because it's a whole orchestration, but oxygen is an anti-inflammatory. Okay. 
So the appliance is not the end-all answer. You're coaching people on some uh, lifestyle changes like diet, for example. Very subtle, though. And, and we'll even tell them to think, take things like colostrum. Colostrum, the first milk of a cow. I can't get any of women's milk, so we got cow. <laughs> colostrum, and usually in a powder, we have them take one to two tablespoons per day, and the actual intestine is going to improve because the intestines, like any pipe of any, any whether it's an oil pipe, whether it's a kitchen pipe, they get slimy. So after a while, it's good when you feed it good things like colostrum will help that intestine to stay in better condition. Now, you talked about sleeping and, and problems with kids sleeping. Let me ask you this. Do they go through any type of a, a sleep apnea test before they have the appliance? If, if a kid shows symptoms like a little snoring, there's no such thing as one snore is okay or, oh, they're so cute, they snore like just they're like their grandpa. Grandpa's asleep, Babnik, so is the kid. Unfortunately for babies and children, if they don't get oxygen, they get frontal, the frontal brain doesn't get enough oxygen and it shows up as executive disorder, which means they're very disorganized. They become very hyper. And if, they're, if, if it's worse than hyper, they're now hypersomnolence meaning very sleepy during the day, and that's a big deal for a kid. They're not developing their brain. So you look for snoring. You look for wet bedding. You look for hyperactivity or really very sleepy. Or if you can't wake them up in the morning, they just can't get up, that's another sleep apneic. So those are the and let's, let's that stress that this is, drug, this is drug-free. You're not talking about putting somebody on a prescription. Exactly. This is getting natural oxygen to the brain. So what you're doing is you're, often these kids have teeth that are malocluded. Their teeth are sticking out in the front and the other teeth, it's sort of like a little bird cage, a little bird mouth. Kids, I don't know if anybody can, you can take a piece of floss and actually go across the first molars, the bigger teeth in the mouth, and measure them out and take the piece of floss and put it on a, on a ruler on millimeters. That 12-year-old should be at least 38 millimeters. And in our ancestors, used to be 48 millimeters as a, as a 12-year-old. So you can actually look for things without having to know a lot. If that shows underdeveloped, you've got to send them for a sleep study because that means the function was not there. could be their adenoids. Let's, let's say, what can it be? It could be their adenoids. So I still actually have the adenoids taken out on some kids or just opened up enough. If those tonsils, those big cherries, you look inside their mouth next to their voice box, the uvula, and if you see big cherries, that is a sign that they're not breathing behind their nose. If they're mouth breathers, how do we know they're mouth breathers? Usually they have a lot of saliva around their lower lips, a lot of redness at corners of their lips, and they drool a lot. That's an oral mouth breather. Again, you have to think they're not getting good oxygen. They're not getting good brain development. And just because the rest of the family may have gone through it does not make it right for this kid. It may get worse because the environment is getting worse. So you look for that oral mouth breather, the adenoid issue, and then you look for the posture. If they're little, you know, if you see those little angel wings in the back, they go, oh, how cute they have those little angel wings. No, what it means is their shoulders are totally in. They're, They're compressed in. They're getting less heart space, less lung space. And often those kids... Their muscles are underdeveloped. They're considered, what is it called, hypo, 
hypotension. There's some, I, don't, I don't know the word. is uh, Hypotonic muscles. They're underdeveloped. And they, they can't exercise as well as other kids. It's oxygen. Well, and, and what I like hearing about this is, you know, for adults that are using CPAPs or, or BPAP, you know, that is putting a Band-Aid on a problem. And what you're talking about is finding a solution and correcting the problem so that on a permanent basis they're able to get oxygen when they sleep at night. You know, how many hours are we in bed sleeping? So if you have that many hours in a night and your airway is compromised and you're living basically a good portion of your life not getting enough oxygen to the tissues, that has to have health repercussions. It has to. Not only that, if you look at your nose and put your head up a little bit and you look at the nares, the entrance into the nose, and if one has a smaller diameter than the other, a little holes where you put your fingers in sometimes, (laughs) <laughs> if one of the little holes is half the size, that means at night, our nose cycle, which means you, we breathe through the right side and then we breathe through the left side. Ninety Every 90 minutes, it alternates so that if we have one side, usually the left side, half at 50% the diameter, diameter, that means 50% of the night, we don't get all our oxygen. Simple as that, because I've had people go, oh, no, 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 I've been like this all my life. It's perfectly fine. I said, 50% the night you don't get enough oxygen. And they, I go, you're getting 50% of your airflow in your oxygen. Your nose, when you breathe, you get an airflow. There's this thing called nitric oxide. When everything is breathing correctly, the nitric oxide gets spun off from the little cilia, the little pumping things, hairs in your mouth, and you get this beautiful nitric oxide into your, your lungs. You can't get it. You don't have enough airflow. And they just look at me and staring at me. They go, you're serious? I say, yeah. And if you get seasonal allergies, 30% of the year, you can't breathe through your nose. If, uh, and some people, they're obstructed forever. They are mouth breathers forever. But they all have very bad postures when they're mouth yes. breathers. So we're going to take a- another break here. And when we come back, we're going to finish up with Dr. Cortez. And we'll be right back. Okay. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Join Patricia Raskin, the host of Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com, Monday, 11 Pacific. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call to Positive Living, Mondays at 11 Pacific Time, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health & Wellness Channel. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. The show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. 
Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to the Tooth Body Connection. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Dr. Don at drdon.net. That's drdon at drdon.net. Now, back to the Tooth Body Connection. Today we're talking to Dr. Martha Cortez, who's a perfect example of a biological dentist. You know, the root word bios means life, and of course all the rest is just logical. So (laughs) when we're talking about uh, biological dentistry and this airway, you know, I've, I've gotten an email here of a listener that wants to know, this sounds great, but about how long is, is the treatment last? About how long does it take to open up the airway? When do you start seeing benefits? Well, let's start with children. Children who actually have the sleep apnea diagnosis by actually sleeping in a clinic overnight and actually have sleep apnea, you can reverse it with this orthotic in six months. And they can take another sleep study and they're actually um, reversed it. 50% of people with the adenoid tonsillar will still have sleep apnea. You have to take another sleep study and then expand their jaw um, as children. And so it's for six months. And then what happens is another 12 months, I continue to expand them larger because if you think about it, that sleep apnea, that malfunction didn't allow them to fully develop. So it's another six months. Um, okay. Are they wearing an appliance during the day or at night? Oh, so important. This therapy is only at night. So for children, you have to do 12 hours. So they're nine hours during sleep, so they would first come in from school, and then the evening hours and the early morning, because it's 12-12, 12 off, 12 on, which is important. It's a signal that's on and a signal that's off. The same thing with adults. Again, it's 12 hours on, 12 hours off. Most adults are naughty. They seem to not do more than nine hours. So because the treatment is meant to be two years for 12 hours, some of my patients even do uh, uh, 16 hours, and they get the results in three months, what everybody else gets in nine. But the whole thing is you're widening and opening it up. But most common is two years. If they become nine hours, whereas it becomes more like three. Um, and that's about okay. it. Her there next are question. That the teeth are so crooked, though, that at the end of the two, the two years, they may need like six months of very light wire orthodontics or a little bit of Invisalign. Okay. And her next question was, what is the average cost? And, and I realize it's going to be on a case-by-case I, basis. Because, you know, because it is orthopedic and it does have alignment, orthodontic, it does cost the usual 8000 to about 12000 because it is a, the fair market value of orthodontics. And that is a common fee uh, across America. There are some areas that would cost five and 6000 depending on the state. What's wonderful about sleep apnea, it is a medical diagnosis for children as well as, as adults. 
so that depending on the medical insurance reimbursement, you're actually going to get reimbursed. It can vary. Again, I've seen as much as $7,800. i have seen as little as 1500 reimbursement to the patient. Wow. Um, the beauty of it also is that there is some, some reimbursement, and it's not all. And since it's a two-year program, there can also be a steady payment of it. Some people yeah. pay up front. Some people put steady little by little. So I, I, another email question that came in, um, you know, traditionally when you have braces, you wear some kind of uh, a retainer for the rest of your life. And so the question came in and said, do you wear a retainer lifelong? Okay. Uh, I just remembered one more thing. Because of the severity on some sleep apneics, there are some cases that are being charged a little more, like 5000 more. Just for you to know, so there are no surprises. So there are some cases that are about seventeen, eighteen thousand in in the United States of America. Okay. Uh, this this appliances are actually international. There are laboratories in Japan. There are laboratories being done in England. So it's not the U.S. only. This has become a very international technique. So uh, if they if they were looking were for somebody a retainer, okay. Children, they're great. Once you expand them and if you have to even tweak them a little bit and, and really make as much airspace and they grow 4, 6, 12 inches, they don't need anything. Their tongue, if you did the soft tissue exercises, their tongue is their retainer. Adults, I would minimally put a retainer because adults are also fighting gravity. So they are not able to withstand the gravity. They have weaknesses in their back muscles, weaknesses in their thighs or their hamstrings. That is going to affect the mouth also. So I keep adults and retainers, children I do not. There are even some people who are very sleep apneic that they had a very high level of apnea as far as 90, which is huge. It's severe, severe apnea. They're vulnerable, even though you're bringing it down very, very close to normal breathing and non-apneic, I would still keep them in an orthotic because the question was, how did they get there in the first place? What musculature made them collapse? Because you're, you're talking about in that TMJ problem, in tinnitus problems, earache problems, hearing loss problems, migraines, headaches, hypertension, diabetes, uh, atrial fibrillation, Renal disorders, it's about functional pace, spaces that got compromised and compressed. We're opening them all up. Now, I personally have seen some before and after pictures of people who have had this appliance done. And, and in some of the instances, you would swear they had cosmetic Facelift. face surgery. I know. My face at 60 has improved. It just keeps getting lively. My face gets lively. I don't have the jowls. It, they were, I was getting jowls. I said, oh, man, i got to do some, some of this wonderful DNA work on my face. So some of my cases, actual women, is to lift their faces. So they get an inside-out uh, facelift. And the... Latest research in plastic surgery, they're beginning to move the bones as osseous remodeling. So think about what plastic surgery is thinking about also. So they get, right. oh, they look really, really rested like I went on an amazing vacation. 
So instead of taking the skin and tightening it by, by pulling it back towards your hairline and cutting it off, basically what you're doing is expanding the jaw and creating larger volume inside, which is making use of that skin. Like a sculpture. What you're doing is going inside the sculpture. You know how sculpture usually has wire or some plastic? You're expanding the wiring. You're expanding the plastic. You're expanding the body. And then the draping is going to change. So you're recreating the human by re-sculpting the inside. So that's why it's called non-surgical osseous remodeling. You're taking that sculpture and expanding it inside out. Yes, and, and you're reaping the health benefits of having more oxygen than you had before. Exactly. And wow. it's really funny because the craniofacial bones, you know, we talk about the suture and it's suture homeostasis. What essentially you're doing is you have a very tight area and you're opening up the zipper and creating space. There's zippers. And are there people that come in that you honestly look at and say, they don't need anything at all? Oh, my God, I take so many photos of those people. It's shocking to me. So there so are most people that could, it could benefit from this type of a, appliance. Yes. My whole office thought I was going nuts because I was diagnosing everybody as having a, a breathing disorder or a, a craniofacial dysfunction, not enough airspace, not enough neck. And they then became educated in the whole program, and they were shocked to find out actually what's going on in our, our America. Uh, yeah, this is, this is rampant. This is this something is that is more common than not. It was just before the industry, before, what is it, 300 years ago, before the Industrial Revolution, our jaws were so much wider. Our ancestors were 50 millimeters across the jaw. We're happy now if we see 38 in the jaw from root to root of the first molars. It's become, I see adults 28. There are children that have bigger jaws, even with this breathing disorders. These, it's, I call them little bird jaws. They're bird jaws. They're tiny. They can't even eat well. Like, I yeah. have a bigger jaw. I'm South American. My genes are a little better. I was raised with, with um, I was on a plateau. I was uh, uh, water from the mountain, and air from South America. Okay, my jaw developed more. My sister, huge jaw. Well, huge. I want to thank you for being on this week. And, uh, you know, for our listeners, you have gotten a taste of what Dr. Cortez would be able to offer you. And it sounds like almost everybody needs to go through this. Again, if you're looking for a biological dentist, Dr. Cortez is specialized in this area. And uh, if you contact her, she would be able to put you in touch with maybe another dentist that she has trained because she is a trainer in this field to be able to uh, get access to an appliance like this at a dentist closer to you if you're not in the New York area. But if you are, I'm going to encourage you to go see Dr. Cortez. For yeah, all of you listening. More and teaching more and more every single day. I was the first certified instructor in this because okay. I already knew full mouth reconstruction. So I already understood where I wanted the jaw and the posture to go. Okay. I, that. <laughs> thank you for being on this week. Next week, we will be uh, listening to two doctors from the Philippines who will fill us in on the issues from the Philippines and diet 
and biological dentistry in their country. So we ask you to tune in next week for the Asian Connection. Until then, thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you again for tuning in to the Tooth Body Connection. Please join your host, Dr. Don Ewing, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll talk again about a healthy mouth and a healthy body next week.